are we doing? All good, all good. Let's go, man. I do need to do that. Let's go. Uh, it's the Franchise Thunder postgame show, and I mean, we watched one half of basketball. <laughs> Attentively, yeah, we sure did. It's the franchise first take post game show. We have a new show sponsor, by the way. Yes, we do. For the post game show, shout out to US Cellular. Going to be sponsoring the Thunder post game show from here on out. At US Cellular, we value human connection with fewer distractions. US Cellular built for us locations throughout Oklahoma City. Big shout out to U.S. Cellular for putting on the franchise first date Thunder post game show. First one, first first, first yes. one with that. First one with U.S. Cellular. It so was a good. That. It was a good first game. Yes, it was a great for for U.S. Cellular to uh, to make their appearance on this here post game show. But uh, I am Matt Burton, joined as always by Drake Vitito, and uh, we got Aubin Fippen back in studio with us. What up, Aubin? What's going on? Aubin? It's been a bit. What's up, guys? Why uh why the why the long hangover? You you got you got relegated to the uh, the pre-show. I'm I know. Sorry. I know. I I, they told me that, that you have to deal with them. I know. They just told me that you guys were too cool, so I I had to stick to Jerry, you know. No, no, <laughs> never that. Stop. Never that. No, no, no. Uh, but Aubin, appreciate you joining us. Uh, this is going to be an awesome awesome post-game show because yeah, uh glad to be also, back, guys. Drake and I are out here at Flint Restaurant. Absolutely. Because uh, Drake and I are out here at the Flint restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel. Come on out. Say what's up to us. Just northwest, uh, one block northwest of the Paycom Center. And Drake, let's just talk about it, man. Uh, 139 uh, to 77. Portland is not very good at the basketball. A 62-point victory. The largest victory in Thunder History. Um, <laughs> it's just, I don't even know. 2012, 2013 was the previous victor. That would be against, oh, who was it? It wasn't the Bobcats. That was second. It was the Hornets when they the were Hornets, still in New Orleans. New Orleans Hornets. Uh, Crazy. Man, it's absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Thank you. Shout out to Chloe Young, by the way, handling all the, the socials out here as well. Best in the game. She's the best in the business. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Hey, Chloe. Have a good night. Uh, but, man, it's hard to have a better night than the Oklahoma City Thunder had. 62-point victory. Uh, in the, it was over at halftime. It, it really it was. was. That second quarter, I mean, the first quarter even, I mean, outscored the, the Trailblazers 36-24. And then that second quarter is where it all went down. Uh, Portland scored 15 points in the second quarter. It felt really good, too, just because Thunder kind of had been in the defensive yes. low. Uh, the valley, if you will, for pretty much the entirety of that road trip. Um, so it was nice to see the Thunder hold a team to below 25 points in you know the first quarter because it felt like they were giving up 40 yeah. for the past four games. Uh, I know the Trailblazers are not very good. No. Especially, I mean, they had you know Malcolm Brogdon out, DeAndre Ayton out. Like they have, they have some of their key guys out. Yeah. Um, so you would expect this team to not be very good, but. Uh, was it the Nets game where they had given up 76 and a half yeah, to the Nets? Yeah, it was the Nets. They gave up 77 all game to the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, and, I mean, let's just start defensively. Yeah. Because, again, like you said, it's that's kind of been, uh, you know, especially on the road. The defense didn't really travel yeah. on the road stretch for Oklahoma City. 
uh, you know, leading to a lot of just easy buckets. I, I, it looked to me like, especially after that Atlanta game, yeah, uh, that they were just tired. It looked like they a little bit sluggish, a little yeah. bit slow on defense, leading to some easy looks for the other team. And uh, man, it just tonight active. They were super active yeah. on the defensive end. I know we talk about deflections and you know just just ball hits in general, um, but man, uh, you could you could just tell that. It, it seemed like the Thunder were ready to be back home, and you oh, yeah. could see it on both ends of the floor. Now, of course, uh, Portland, like we said, not a very good basketball team, but um, they they still have dudes that can score uh, a lot. Uh, Anthony Simon, Simons is no stranger uh, to having 30-point nights any given night. Um, Scoot Henderson has been doing fine um, after his brief uh, absence the yeah. first part of the year. Um, and this is a this is a Portland team that um, earlier in the season the Thunder were able to take care of business of, but Jeremy Grant was about the only notable person playing. Yeah. So um, this was a game that was kind of weird. Like I know Portland's only won ten games, but just the way the Thunder had been playing uh, defensively, uh, just a little worried. But they left nothing uh, to chance, nothing in doubt in that first quarter, and it did start on that that defensive side of the ball. Just a lot of guys that are really good, whether it be on ball or off ball. I mean, we've talked about Shea and how he's taken that next step, um, averaging almost, what, three steals a game. Um, J-Dub has just kind of carved himself out to be a really, really good on ball defender as well. His length plays a really, really great role in that. And like we've kind of been talking about this defense in general, Matt, um, when you have an anchor like Chet Holmgren back there, um, this team tends to, tends to gamble. But gambling is not bad. Well, no. in general, I mean, you know. But when when you have a guy like Chet back there that just makes such a difference uh, in the paint and you know he's going to be able to um, provide assistance if you get beat off the dribble um, or get beat with a guy with the ball in your hands, um, it you just have a little bit of a more confidence on that side to get those steals. And I think during that five-game skid that the Thunder had um, where it was like bottom five defensively in the NBA, uh, I just don't think they were getting those turnovers that you know we were used to seeing in that first part of the season, and you kind of saw it um, when they're not forcing turnovers. They're uh, it, they're just don't have those transition opportunities that they're so so good in, and you just saw it tonight. They were hitting on all all, all cylinders on that end. They really were. Uh, I just did some of the uh, calculations here, if you will. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Thunder shot 57% from the floor as a team. Very, okay. very good. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> that's just honestly insane. Uh, the Thunder starters alone shot 74% from the field. 37 of 50. Yes. 95 points. Yes. <laughs> 74% from the field. And we talked about how yeah. uh, Chet, or, or not not even just Chet, Chet sometimes um, but J Dub and Shea are two of like the most efficient players ever. Yeah. You read their box score, and J Dub's always somewhere around like, oh, he's eight for fourteen yeah. or eight for thirteen, and Shea's always, you know, twelve of twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, like always above that fifty percent. But seventy four percent were the starters tonight, and, and it's so weird because of that stretch where they were bottom five defensively for those past five games. They were like number one or two offensively, and so. Um, that's kind of been that's kind of been the 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 fun thing about this year so far for this team um, during this these this, this opening stretch of games um, is that they just don't miss they always find the best shot um, and you know some of that comes from having uh, multiple guys that can set the table for one another I think you know the play from Giddy tonight was awesome I think he was finding guys um, 
when Michich has gotten like solid minutes off the bench, you've seen him just be, you know, a pass guy. I mean, he's been he's been a ball spreader for uh, his teammates. There's just a lot of guy, a lot of unselfish basketball being played with this Thunder, and you pretty much saw what the the pinnacle of that could look like tonight against this Portland Trailblazers squad. I mean, let's let's dive into some individuals here, um, and really, again, like this was in a half. Right? Yeah, <laughs> this right. Is, this like, was in a half, uh, mind you. Uh, 31 points from Shea tonight, five rebounds, four assists, pretty much on par with just everything uh, that he does. Uh, 11 of 15 from the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and two of those misses were from behind the arc yeah. where he went one for three. Um, he was also the plus minus numbers are just hilarious, by the way. Are uh, they? I haven't Shea was a plus 41. <sighs> Giddy was a plus 46, highest on the team. Lou Dort plus 45. J Dub plus thirty nine and Chet Holmgren plus forty one. <laughs> this is just an ass kicking. We don't even. We don't even. Proportion. This sounds just laughable. Yeah, they right. are. It's insane. We don't even take plus minus seriously in this building. But if a plus minus ever gets too high or too low, it usually means something catastrophic has happened to right. to one team or another. And it just so happened that uh, the plus minuses for OKC were just insane tonight. They're just amazing. It's, it's pretty <laughs> amazing. Josh Giddy had a triple-double, 13 points, First 12 of assists, the season. 10 rebounds. I mean, that's something that, you know, his rookie year, yep. everyone kind of got like, okay, Josh Giddy's the, the triple-double guy, all right? Yeah. And then last year uh, had a couple here and there, and it was like, all right, that's that's Josh Giddy. He can get you like 10 points, and then, okay, it's like 12 rebounds, 10 assists, all that good stuff. Um, but he was a perfect five for five from the floor tonight. Yeah, uh, and you know I, I thought him early on. He made some really good passes to yeah. J Dub too. I mean, he, like he's so the good. Needle. At, the one to Casey Wallace. I told you I was going to bring this up when it happened. Yeah, the one to Casey Wallace where Casey back cuts Jeremy Grant mm-hmm. from the angle that we were sitting at. It looked like an Aaron Rodgers throw that whenever he just throws it right by the defender's helmet that's not looking yeah that's exactly what it looked like it went right by jeremy grant's face because he wasn't looking and he just he it looked like he threw it early he, he threw him open basically like to use yeah. to use nfl terms right mm-hmm. use football terms he threw case Moss open for for a layup yeah uh, against a guy like jeremy grant that's really dang good right. <laughs> a really good defender uh but josh giddy i thought i mean his his passing was on point. It's just it's his play altogether has been super encouraging, especially after that skid uh, about a month ago. I mean, he's really put together a solid like body of work this past uh, six or seven game stretch. I think some of it is just him kind of taking it back, reeling it back a little bit. Uh, I feel like the the nights where we're critical of Giddy are the nights where he kind of tries to force it, if you will, whether that be scoring or just trying to make a play, make something happen. Um, it just always felt like he was kind of getting in his own way. But we knew, like we've sat up here and talked, he's been with the team for what? Is this his third year now? It's yeah. crazy to say that. Um, <laughs> his third year now, like we've seen like what Giddy's capable of. Like we talk about the peaks and valleys. Like we've seen what a pinnacle Josh Giddy game looks like. And even though we didn't get a full game snapshot uh, tonight, you kind of saw like, just what a uh, like a textbook Josh Giddy game is. He's setting the table for others, and he's taking advantage of certain situations matchup wise. Like like we said tonight, Scoot Henderson is 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 going to be great. Like yeah, I get it. Be good. Um, but 
he's just not there defensively yet. Like Josh, it over oversizes him a lot, um, and he took advantage of that early. Tonight. Early, yeah. I mean, he got two early layups. I mean, um, and that's that's the confidence part that I like to see. Confident. There's a fine line between confidence and like like knowing a limit, right? Just yeah. knowing when you're forcing it. And I feel like Josh kind of in his mind, like I think that line is very very much clearer to him than it was a month ago. It is, man. It's fun to watch. It really was tonight. And, um, yeah, Scoot, man, four for 21 tonight. It's uh, not the best night at the office for a guy, Scoot Henderson. It's really, it's really tough um, for, well, one, it's always tough when you're on a bad team, right? Yeah. Like, Cunningham went through this stretch, like, last year, even though he didn't play a single minute. Like, people became criticizers, even though um, Detroit w- wasn't great and he hadn't played a single minute yet. Um, so it's always hard to evaluate these young guys when they're a not a part of a good team, but b it's also tough because it's just it feels like it's not a modern day style of basketball, right? It's very yeah. Russell Westbrookish, which is not a bad thing. You see, like a John Morant, right? I mean, it, it can work, um, but I'd love to see like some sort of outside shot developed with him. I yeah. think the mechanics are there. Like it doesn't look like an ugly shot. It's just super slow. But um, he airballed some tonight. Yeah. But um, he was one of nine from three, and I think the one he hit was like one of his second, like his second shot of the game. Yeah. Early in the first quarter. Too. Yeah. So. So I mean, it, it's kind of tough. It's always tough to evaluate like guys like that when they're a part of like really bad teams. Um, and what's so crazy about calling Portland a bad team is that, like, fully healthy, like, they have guys. Right. Um, yeah, like, I like Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon's great. Like I mean, Drayton. a lot of guys with experience, like, playoff experience, yeah. like the the Aitons and the Brogdons. Like, they've been a part of, like, some really good teams. Um, it's just they haven't been able to find, like, the floor altogether at once yet. Um, Jeremy Grant, I mean, we've raved about him saying, hey, we, you have a first-class ticket back to OKC if you ever want it because yes. I think he'd fit like a glove in this system. Um he, he he was great tonight. I mean, he's one of the guys where we talk about when Shea has nights like he does, like who are the guys that can stop him? Jeremy Grant probably is is on a short list, um, just a long, linky defender. But what's so impressive, and I know we talked about Shea in the beginning, but I just wanted to bring this up because um, there are some circles of people, and by circles I mean uh, the hellish holes that is NBA Twitter, yep. um, that say Shea is like a free throw merchant. Um, he gets a lot of his a lot of his points from the free throw line. Um, some games, I guess, we can maybe make that a conversation. But um, it's funny because this is from Jacob Niffin, by the way. Pretty incredible that in 36 games, OKC has only taken more free throws than their opponent 13 times. We talked about it, and I remember shout talking out about Jacob, it. By the way, shout yeah, out Jacob. shout out shout out Jacob. I remember talking about it in the very beginning of the season. It seemed like okay. Shade does not seem to be like getting to the free throw line as much as he did last year. Yeah, but it's just because he's evolved his game so much. Like, he is a complete three level scorer. Uh, maybe not quite there yet, but right. the three pointer it looks improved. Like he oh, yeah. he he he's really good at catching and shooting. Um, he'll take you know sometimes a step back three. Sometimes I mean he's evolving right. Yeah. Um, it looks like there's a concerted effort there, and there are some games where like game to game. He makes a big one, like a, a really big three to put, you know, maybe like to get closer to having a lead or maybe extending a lead. But um, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's not the right conversation to be having because it's just not true. Thirteen times they have shot more free throws than the opposing team. And that's a team that's a team that's a team in the OKC Thunder that gets to the paint a lot. I mean, think about how many playmakers we talk about all the time. J-Dub. Um, 
Shea, uh, Dort can get in the, the paint when he wants to. He doesn't always make the, the best decision when he's in there, but he can get there at will. Um, so it's just it's the wrong narrative to have because Shea is not getting to the free throw line as much, but he's still putting up, you know, MVP numbers, if you will. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's a fun time to uh, to be a Thunder fan right now. It, it, it really is. You guys uh, definitely just eat, eat this up, man. Eat this up. Yeah. It, it's awesome. Enjoy the ride. And plus... The Portland Trailblazers. It's a couple years, still a couple years away from them. You know, you know, just demolishing the Oklahoma City. Yeah, right. Team. The shot. You know, the shot. The shot. Right? The, the, they wave bye bye. They sent OKC into a rebuild. And if your highlight you know what goes around, what goes around, it comes around. If your if your highlight for the CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard um, experience was a Western Conference final, losing in a Western Conference finals, yeah. then more power to you. More power to you. It's okay. By yeah, the way, that's on beating a Thunder team who just couldn't get out of the first round ever right. without Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, right. And by the way, that same tweet from Jacob, just a, a couple more interesting tidbits there. The free throws, only taking more free throws 13 times mm-hmm. than their opponent. They've only out-rebounded their opponent 10 times. Jeez. And they have fouled more than their opponent 23 times. And they still, they sit, as of tonight, tied for first in the West. You'd love to see it. I think these stats are more telling of what they can do, how they can turn their opponent over more than anything. I think they are the best in the NBA at turning the ball over, or turning their opponent over, I should say. And it just makes up so much ground for them when they're getting out-rebounded or they're sending guys to the foul line. It just makes up so much. And you would never notice it um, when there's a game where there's like 15 to 20, they're turning the guys over 15 to 20 times. But it's very, very noticeable when they're not getting those steals. Um, You kind of saw that in the, the, the two losses that they had. Um, but yeah, enjoy the ride while you can. It's this is a special team doing some uh, some interesting things uh, analytically. Oh yeah, it's awesome. This the, the stats are, are skewed for this game. Right? Yeah. they're very skewed. Right, I think. Um, <laughs> do you want to? Uh, you've looked over the stats already, so I, I'm not going to ask you. But Anthony Simons was their leading scorer. Mm-hmm. He had 14 points. <laughs> 14 points. Man, <laughs> just really lighten it up. Lighten it's it. It's a up. it's a rough night out there. It is. You know, it's okay. It, these these things happen in the NBA sometimes, uh, but very rarely. So drink it in while you still can. Uh, we are out here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Cord Hotel. Come on out, say what's up to us. Drake had the uh, the New York Strip oh, tonight, and I so had good. the uh, the pork chops, and they were fantastic. Yeah. just absolutely dynamite. And uh, I, I had some fried okra too, and. That might be a staple. That might be you a staple. You had fried okra tonight? I, had some I didn't fried even okra see that. On the side, and it was fantastic. Do you have uh, a little fantastic. DP? Do you have a little DP? A little Dr. Pepper, yes. Yeah, you yes, did. I absolutely yeah, you did. did. Of course I did. We're out here at Flint, just northwest of the Paycom Center. So come on out, say what's up to us, and uh, come out and get you, get you a drink. And, you know, Kevin and Kyle take great care of you at the bar, like they always do with us but on the other side we'll have Aubin take us around the association you're listening to the thunder post game show on 107.7 the franchise 107.7 the franchise welcome back the franchise first take thunder post game show brought to you by u.s cellular first one Thank first you. one sponsoring u.s cellular appreciate u.s cellular uh, also appreciate Flint Restaurant, where we are right now. Come on out just northwest of the Paycom Center. 
and it's uh, it's filling up after the Thunder victory. Yeah. Get a little bit busy over there at the bar area. Our guy Kyle over there just uh, just helping people out. That's just what he does. He's the best in the business for for a reason. But <laughs> okay? sorry, uh, Thunder post game going on right now. I'm following Brandon Rabar who does pregame for <laughs> us. He said. Mark Dagnalt on if OKC considered chasing the Grizzlies' 73-point blowout record tonight. For those of you who don't know, um, the largest deficit in NBA history uh, actually goes to Oklahoma City yep. last year. Was it last year or two years? I think it was two years ago. Two years ago um, when they lost by 73 points to the Memphis Grizzlies. That's neither here nor there. We don't have to harp on that. Uh, but Mark Dagnalt was asked about it tonight if OKC considered chasing that Grizzlies' 73 point blowout record tonight um he said that's our record we weren't chasing that (laughs) (laughs) i I mean i just you just love a little self-deprecation right is this like a full is this like the full circle moment from like the tank period to now feels like at least just losing that by that much and then winning by that much like setting a franchise record i don't know it feels like a full circle moment but it was a 62-point win tonight, so didn't quite get to that 73. Thunder Grizzlies blowout. Let's just look at that. 152-79. to 79. I'm assuming every – that was the year that Memphis went to the WCF, correct? I um, believe so. Two years ago? Yeah, I believe so. Um, did Jaw play? I'm assuming so. Uh, John Morant did not play. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Are you serious? I'm not no. joking. You. Did Triple J play? He did. Okay. He did. He had a really good game. He, yeah. had, he had 27 you know, two blocks. Just doing. What he, he was six of seven from three. By the way, if that tells you anything, like Jared Jackson can can shoot, but six of seven doesn't happen. No, that often. Um, Who else was playing for the Grizzlies? Stephen uh, Adams was, playing Dylan, in that game. Yep, St- uh, Stephen Adams, Dylan Brooks, Tyus Jones started at point guard. Nah, he's with the Wizards now. Yeah, had ten points, nine assists, six rebounds, and then Desmond Bain. Yeah, but Desmond Bain only had two points in this so one. What? Yeah. This was the leading scorer. Two points. Their leading scorer was Triple J. Yeah. Uh, Off the bench, though, this is where it starts to get crazy. Uh, DeAnthony Melton had 19 points, was 8 of 10 from the floor. Current uh, Philadelphia 76ers doing really well with them, by the way. Santi Aldama had 18. That's crazy. John Conchar had 17. Conchar. Is he a a Raptor now, I want to say? Conchar? He may he still, still be with, with them. I think he's still with, yeah. the, with the Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, Xavier Tillman had 11 off the bench. Brandon Clark had 11 off the bench. Like, it was uh, it was just over before it started. Who uh, who all – did Did the Thunder suit everyone and play everyone? They did not, no. They're, okay. I mean, this, yeah, no Shea. Okay. Uh, two years ago. So, no Giddy either. Yeah. I think it was at that point of the season where it was like – I mean, it was still – it was relatively early on in the season. The yeah. Thunder – this this game made the Thunder six of six or six for sixteen, uh, six and sixteen. Excuse me, uh, but yeah, no, no Shea, no Giddy. Do you want to take a stab at who the starting lineup was for the Thunder? The Thunder. Okay, give me how many players are currently with them now, out of the five. Two. Dort. Yep. Poku. No Poku. He did come off the bench. Um, Trey Mann. Trey Mann started. Started. Okay. Yep. So, so Trey that's Mann, two. Lou Dort. So three people that were uh, Krejci, Vit. No, no, Krejci wasn't, um, wasn't suited up for this one. Give me a hit. Are, are okay. any of the three still in, like, NBA, like, top? Uh, one is, one is not, and one may be. 
Because I really haven't thought Isaiah about this Roby. guy in a, long, in a long time. Isaiah, Isaiah Roby came off the bench. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'll give you a hint. Lefty. I'm blanking. Darius Baisley. Oh, yeah. Started. Baisley. God, I forgot about uh, Baisley. Guy uh, had three names. Jeremiah. Robinson, Robinson Earl. Earl. J-R-E. Jeremiah Robinson Earl was a uh, minus 56. That's amazing. That's actually minus amazing. 56 in this one. Lou Dort was a minus 53. Was anyone plus? And then, uh, no. <laughs> the best on the team was uh, Gabriel Deck. Oh, my. The turtle. Yes. The tortoise. The tuga, yes. Yeah. Uh, he was a minus 18. So, yeah. Wow. Gabriel uh, Deck. The other That's starter, a deep cut. The other starter uh, is Ty Jerome. Yeah, Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome was with, the other starter. He's actually playing. He's with someone right now. See, that was the one I had a maybe on. Spurs, I'm going to say. That's the one I was maybe on. Baisley's in the G League. Jeremiah Robinson, I think, is with the, the Rockets still, but I honestly don't know. I know Ty Jerome's playing somewhere. I can't remember. Suns. Yeah. He's with the Suns. It's crazy. That is... Fun little trip it is a, okay, I'll, I'll say it right now. It's a full circle moment. <laughs> it's a full, just uh, the names you've listed and where those people are at now compared to like today. Yeah. It's just. Oh my gosh. I forgot this guy was even on the team. Paul Watson. Played is that for the headband? Yeah. 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 Played for the Thunder. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, off the bench, Paul Watson. Okay. Oh. Gabriel J- Dick. Horn, Horde? Jalen Horde? No, no, this no. is not Jalen Horde is this yet. This before? Uh, this is before. Poku, Isaiah Roby, uh, Gabriel Dick, like I said, Mike Muscala. Mike Muscala. the bench. God bless his heart. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, a little fun trip down memory lane there whenever we're talking about some blowouts. But uh, let's see if there were any more blowouts tonight in the National Basketball Association. Aubin, would you please take us around the association? <laughs> do that for you guys. That one nice. Thank Looks like- you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Looks like we have a total of five games tonight. We'll start with, uh, let's start with games going on right now at the moment. We have New York Knicks against Dallas Mavericks. That is in Dallas. Currently going on. We have about 842 left in the fourth quarter. Knicks are down 93 to 111 against the Mavs. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. First, first L for the OG and an OB oh, yeah. era of the Knicks. I think it's going to happen tonight. Think so? Are you calling it? Uh, I'm calling it. All right, all right. Another game that's currently going on. We have Suns at Lakers. Suns are currently up 40 to 34, but that game is still early. 9:30 left in the second quarter. And final scores from tonight: We have Nets against Cavs. Cavs take the win, 111 to 102. And Paris. That game happened in Paris today. Oh, really? Yep. That's pretty cool. And another final is Celtics at Bucks. Bucks take the win. Pretty big win, 135 to 102. And our other final for tonight, obviously, Big Thunder win, 139 to 77. No big deal. <laughs> and I think that's it for around the association. Awesome. Appreciate it, Aubin. It was a short trip around the cul-de-sac, but I felt safe the entire time. Exactly. I'm glad. We I'm glad you were along for the ride. Yeah, we didn't even have to wear seatbelts. That's no. how safe I felt. So let's that's see ca- that's good to know. That's comforting right, to know. Yes. I'm glad you trust my driving. Absolutely. So the Celtics beat Minnesota last night. So that, that Milwaukee game was second night of a back-to-back for them. Their loss tonight against Milwaukee puts them at nine losses. I thought it was mm-hmm. their tenth. So, I mean, shoot. 
we could be sitting here late next week. Right there. And the Thunder might be dabbling around with the best record in the league, depending on, you know, who Boston plays and who Minnesota. I think, doesn't the Thunder have a day with Minnesota next week? They do. Okay. They do. It's a tough, tough road stretch yeah, uh, coming up for Oklahoma City. Yeah. Not going to be easy at all. But, uh, yeah, Thunder currently. 25 and 11 the Timberwolves 26 and 11 so half game back from the number one spot in the Western Conference just amazing honestly can't believe we're here but uh, I'm not gonna I'm gonna stop questioning it I'm just gonna be in the moment just be in the moment we're, mm-hmm. we're along for the ride I bet, you're, I bet you're excited for Saturday real excited for very, Saturday very because nice. your favorite one of your favorite dukies will be in attendance I'm gonna be Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm so going to be acting up. I'm going to be acting up, man. No, I'm going to be so happy. Uh, yeah, Paolo Bancaro comes to town on Saturday, and I just I can't wait. Can't wait because I love watching him play. And uh, he leads the Orlando Magic in points per game, rebounds per game, and assists per game. That's uh, pretty good. Just does it all. So we love Paolo Bancaro here on this uh, postgame show. I'm kind of intrigued because we know Jonathan Isaac is out for them. Gary Harris has kind of been floating in and out for them. Um, Franz Wagner is, as of right now, out. I just hope, you know, I hope we get an or, a, a somewhat of a full-strength Orlando team because, you know, I think they've been probably the surprise of the of the East, I would yeah. say. Just in terms of, you know, it's a team that, for very much longer period of time, been in the gutter. Um, yep. Longer than the Thunder have, but still, just you know, out of you know, whether it had been the Rockets, the Thunder, the Magic, just the teams that were kind of vying for you know those those first those number one picks the past couple of years, Magic and the Thunder were the two that seemed to uh, yep. get their head above water the fastest. They absolutely did. It's 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 awesome to see. I mean, they're right now. I mean, they're tied same record as the Miami Heat right there. So yeah, uh, they'd be the, the seven or eight seed right now, getting in that play-in stuff. Uh, I think that would be huge for for Orlando. They have a sizable lead on Chicago, who is ninth. So Chicago's up to game. ninth already. They have a four game lead. I guess they've been winning games because, good God, I mean that was the first game of the year for yeah, us. Yeah, they won three in a row. The Chicago has. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's exciting. It's exciting. I hope I hope the Magic King get some some guys back for Saturday. Um, but at the same time, with the uh, with the the road the road stretch that the Thunder is about to partake in, Utah, by the way. That's who they play after the the two L.A. games. They've been sneaky good ever since the Thunder beat them, uh, I want to say, about a month ago. Like, they've yeah. been winning good games. They beat the, the Nuggets last, last week. So a lot of good, important games coming up for the Thunder squad. We will get into the future more next, but we will also get everyone's favorite segment, Vibe Check. You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. 1077 The Franchise. Welcome back to the First Take Thunder Post Game Show brought to you by U.S. Cellular. We are out here at Flint Restaurant underneath the Colcord Hotel, just northwest of the Paycom Center. Come on out. Say what's up. Kyle at the bar is going to take fantastic care of you, as he always does for us. Portland scored 77 points tonight. They did. Can we just? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. We just rehashed this. We just, let's just rehash it. I mean, <laughs> it's honestly insane. Thunderwind one thirty nine seventy seven. No, that is not a typo. No, I did not mess up saying that. It is a sixty two point victory for the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. The largest victory in Thunder history, and uh, we were all here for it. We were all watching it, and uh, I'm 
got to be honest, I was doing more, you know, looking at my pork chops that I had here at Flint. Yeah, watching Spy was, Kids too. Yes, than I was watching the second half of that game. The Island of Lost Dreams. You didn't really miss a ton. Yes. Didn't really miss a ton. Yeah. Uh, can, I give you, can I give you some figures? Give it, some was, fig- it was a yeah. pretty historical night. Give for, some figures. Whether it be team-related, individual-related. So I'm just going to – I'll start it off by not a record, but just, just, just some analytical stuff. Okay. This is from Kevin O'Connor. About six hours ago, he's a big NBA nerd, basically. Um, these are your top ten isolation scores, and I'm just going to give you the top three. Number one, Kawhi Leonard. Number two, Jalen Williams. Number three, SGA. Yes, Jalen Williams is in, like, J-Dub of the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah, at number two. Uh, what's even funnier about those three names altogether uh, because of Kawhi's uh, departure from Toronto to the Clippers, we don't get number two or three. <laughs> so we can really thank number one for number two and number three. When is the next time you're ever going to say that sentence ever again? We can thank number one for number two and number three again. It's amazing. This so is- J-Dub is your number two in the top ten isolation scores, SGA at three. Um, another big one from tonight Excuse me, I misspoke earlier. They are they are twenty six and eleven, so they are tied with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, my uh, my standings had not updated on the old ESPN. That's okay. Um, Shea had his twenty seventh thirty point game of the season, and he did it in like what two and a half quarters, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, OKC is the first team to shoot fifty percent or better in ten straight games since the nineteen ninety three San Antonio Spurs. My goodness, do you know how insane that is? Very. And I believe this is the last one. Thunder tied a franchise record for assists tonight in a game with 41. And Josh Giddy is the first triple-double in NBA history on 100% field goal percentage in less than 25 minutes. So historic night. Golly. The 41 assists is crazy. Yes. Because it, it, it may not be 41 every night, but they damn sure get very, very close to the, to the high 30s and 40s every yeah. single game, it feels like. And it's just... And what's even crazier about it is that there was only one double-digit assister tonight, and that was Giddy. Yeah. And no one else had below four, above four. Only two people didn't have an assist. Oh, okay. Hold on. Was it Jay Will? Uh, Jay Will had an assist. Was it Jang? Or Jay Will had one assist. Jang had three assists. Williams was, you were on the right track. Keontae? Uh, uh, Kenrich. Keon, yeah, Kenrich Williams did not have one. It was not Keontae Johnson. He Lindy. had two assists. Uh, it's your favorite. Your favorite player. Lenny Waters. No. Oh, my favorite. Your actual favorite. Not meme favorite. Like J-Dub? Your actual favorite. Off the bench. Oh, off the bench. Michich didn't have an assist Wiggins. tonight. Aaron Wiggins, Wiggins. Oh. your favorite player. Off There's the- just so many. <laughs> I know. Everyone played your favorite. Yes. Yeah. They played 15 guys. Thirteen of the fifteen had an assist. The mo- I told you this during the break. This is the most unselfish basket NBA level basketball I've seen play since the twenty fourteen Spurs in their NBA finals with the Heat. And for those of you who don't know, you can look this up on YouTube. Just look up twenty fourteen Spurs highlights against the Heat. There it's it's literally a passing clinic. It's like yeah. you go to a camp that is just designed for like setting the table and it's like this is what every team needs to learn and pound into their heads. Yeah. And it's like the second iteration of that happening right now with this Oklahoma City Thunder team. I mean, we talked about this after the Celtics game, man. It's just, I mean, it was about the unselfishness of, of this team. And 
how they are committed to making the right play. And I, I feel like I, I might have brought this up with, with Tyler uh, after that Celtics game, too, is just they're the, the best compliment I can pay this Oklahoma City team is once, maybe, maybe twice a game, I'll go, they could have got a better shot there. Yeah. I very rarely do that. Once or I mean, and that's once or twice. Yeah. Like, once or twice a game, maybe. Yeah. To be like, oh, I could have got a better better look there. They just get easy looks, and, and they don't force it either, right? And, like, no. Shea's going to get his, you know, it was only 15 shots tonight because he only played, <laughs> a qu- like, a half, basically. Over 30 points, by the way. Right. He only played 21 minutes and 31 points. Uh, he's going to make, you know, some of those plays, and he's going to shoot that many times, but that's the right play. Yeah. Like, Every single time, yeah, he shoots it. It's it's crazy, and and that goes for everybody. That doesn't just go for Shea, but I was just pointing Shea out because he's going to shoot it more than anybody else. But there, it's the right play, and it's crazy because like Thunder fans are just wired differently with what the 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 style of ball we've gotten in the past. Yeah, like the I'm talking like yeah, the ice, my turn. Your like turn. it may my be turn. a great shot for that individual person, but could you have like worked the ball around on that possession to get a better shot potentially, even yeah. with the same person that may be in that isolation situation? Um, I prefer what's being done right now, by the way. Like, I think that is, it's just con- more conducive to winning uh, and winning more often and putting yourself in a situation to win more games that way. Um, and that's not a hit on the previous people that have been here. They were amazing individual talents, but you can just tell the style of basketball being played right now by the guys that this Thunder team has right now. It's just a different brand of basketball that, the, that this, this, this organization has, has not seen. Well, let's do it. Let's get to everybody's favorite segment. Let's get a vibe check. You know the f- vibes. You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- is going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your that's your that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's go. Let's get a vibe check here on the franchise first take Thunder post game show brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Aubin, would you like to start us off? I guess since you're gonna put me on the spot right away. You don't have to. Drake can go. Drake is actually like. He's kind of foaming at the mouth. He's like, <laughs> no, just give him the opportunity. Go ahead, Drake. Okay, okay, you you okay here we go. Um, because this was such uh, an awful game, mm-hmm. uh, one-sided game, I should say, yeah. I'm going to have a little fun. Okay. Um, I'm just going to give it to the entire Portland Trailblazers team as a bad fan. I mean, yeah. Um, if you are ever on the receiving end of a record in which the deficit of a lead is not on your side, um, you get automatic bad vibes from me. Thunder set a franchise record for score deficit tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. And what's kind of sad is they kind of have the, all their guys that score a lot out on the floor. They were missing Aiden. Malcolm Brogdon's a really good connecting piece, like a tissue piece, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but all their main scoring guys were out there tonight. Anthony Simons, we talked about. Jeremy Grant. Uh, Thunder just shut all that down. Scoot didn't get to play in that first game against the Thunder. He didn't do anything tonight. 
Um, so I'm going to give it to Portland for um, the ass backwards uh, effort that we saw from them tonight. Uh, shout out Scott Brooks, though. He had a, a very nice ovation. Uh, Thunder assistant or former head coach for the Thunder, now assistant for Portland. Scott Brooks got a nice ovation, uh, as did Jeremy Grant in the uh, starting lineup. Good vibes. I'm doing this just because I'm probably few and far between. I will never be able to say this name again this season, depending on how the games go. <laughs> Trey Mann is my good vibes tonight. Um, first off, the garb, the attire, if you will. Yeah. Very 2000s. It reminded Very me much. like I was watching uh, Coach Carter, uh, my favorite basketball movie of all time, by the way. Uh, but Trey Mann gets my good vibes tonight um, because, one, We've talked about Trey a lot, especially last year. I think last year was kind of like a deciding year for him, maybe not to stay or to go on the team, but just like a really good opportunity for him to earn like consistent, solid minutes. We didn't get to see that, sadly. But what you saw tonight from Trey, um, 11 points tonight on four or five shooting, three of four uh, from the three-point line, he's still very, very good at creating for himself. Yeah, um, He's still very, very good at making uh, really hard-to-look shots. Some of those threes tonight were just, I mean, he makes it seem so silky smooth, too. Um, just those little step-backs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. He gets switched onto a post. You just know it's barbecue chicken, if you will, um, borrowing from Shaq there. But that will be my bad vibes. The entire Portland Trail Blazers unit tonight and my good vibes goes to one Trey Mann leading the scores off the bench tonight. Aubin, are we are we good to go? I'm good to go, and I'll make Perfect. it quick since Drake is about to take up all of our good vibes time. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, good vibes. I would just say that we know that the Thunder has a tough schedule this month on the road a lot, and you know they kind of hit a bump in the road on the road there for a little bit. Yeah. Last night, taking the win to Miami, hopping on a plane, coming back, playing in Oklahoma City. You know, obviously not playing against an amazing Portland team. So I was kind of curious to see how they would play tonight. And obviously, what more can you say than the amazing win they had tonight? So those are my good vibes is um, how they've kind of been on the road this month. And bad vibes, it's, oh. I will say it's gotten better. Oh, Aubin. Hold on. Is this fair? Aubin. Is this fair right now? That's true. You haven't done this in a while. That's we have one true. rule on Vibe Check. <laughs> Did I do bad vibes first? And the bad vibes oh, she knew first. it, though. The bad I forgot. Vibes no, first. I just oh, forgot. Yeah. That's my bad. Yeah, I'm still a rookie, guys. We have one rule. Oh. It's no my rookie ever messed season. That up. Hey. You're the first person that's ever messed that up. Thanks for calling me out, Matt. I really not appreciate really, not that. Really. Outside, outside of myself, I used to do it all the time. Okay, uh, but okay. no, it's okay. It's okay. Feel better. We have no, no. I really, I messed it up a lot. Uh, so yes, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Now, now do your bad vibes. It's fine. We'll Thank do it out of order. That's okay. I don't know how much music you'll have on yours, uh, Matt Burton, <laughs> okay. but uh, bad vibes. Next time I'll do it first. I would, I will say, it's gotten better. I feel throughout the season. Um, you can attendance in Oklahoma City. Where Let's is? Go. Where is everybody at? I mean, we have number one. Tied, uh, number tied for number one seed in the West right now. When's the last time we had a Thunder team like this? I want to see more people in Oklahoma City at the Paycom Center. It was a little light tonight. It was. Um, I don't know Thursday if, night. I don't know if people trailblazers. Yeah. I, no, I totally get that, but I mean, come on. I, I still think we can do a little bit better. I mean, like 15 minutes before we got to pack. We got to pack the palace every night. Agreed. Drake's on my level. Palace. Anyway, you, go, you go, Matt. Excuse me. Oh, thank you. Good job. Uh, good job. Good job, Aubin, except for, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll remember me. next I, time. I, I love this. I secretly love this because I'm the only person who's ever messed it up. Me. 
So now I have I have company. Mystery That's why I did company. it, Matt. I was just trying to make you feel better. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I do feel a lot better. Uh, let's go bad vibes here. Let's go. Uh, you kind of stepped on mine a little bit, Drake, but that's okay. For bad? Uh, yeah. And it, it was going to be Scott Brooks. <gasps> oh, no. What did he do? Do you, do you remember when you brought up the style of ba- uh, play? Yeah. Okay. It was okay. It was, he, who was the coach for a lot of that? Who was the coach for a lot yeah, of that? And, you and know, watching this Thunder yeah. team is insanely different than watching that Thunder team. Yeah. It was fine with Scott Brooks. Right? It was it was fine because you had prime Kevin Durant and prime Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And they're good enough to, you know, win a ton of games. Yeah. But I, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like the, the Scott Brooks experience. Shout out to the, the old clip Todd used to play. Scott Brooks is an idiot. Right. Yeah. You know, that, that old clip. He's a, he's a player's coach. And, you know, you have to say this. A lot of the league's coaches are player coaches. I did not know that Scott Brooks was an assistant for Portland, by the way. I did not yeah. know that. You didn't? No. I had no idea. So the only reason so I saw him, I was like, is that Scott Brooks? Like, <laughs> I had no idea what he was doing now. He had no glasses on. Is that why? Maybe. Yeah. That might be it. He got uh, He got maybe some, uh, what's it called? And Not Invisalign. LASIK. LASIK. Yeah. yeah. Invisalign got some LASIK. your teeth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. might have got that too. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, but also, yeah, it was going to be Scott Brooks just yeah. being there watching really good basketball. Yeah, pl- being played for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So yeah, yeah, that's me. It's okay. He that's got just a, me. He, listen. He got a second chance in Washington. We all have we all have our preferences. Yeah, we all have our preferences, and it, it just it just wasn't mine. Yep. Uh, the good vibes tonight, though. Uh, actually, okay, I kind of wanted to double down on my bad vibes. Too. Oh, okay. It's a it's a bad night for our hatred of plus minus. Yeah, it's just a really bad bad night. For Would it. you be saying that though if it was the other side and the Thunder lost by that much? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would? would. Okay. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, of course they're gonna be plus whatever they won by sixty something. Yeah. They're like, yeah. when the Grizzlies won by seventy or whatever. It kind of like, helps. Yeah. It kind of helps our argument though a little bit because like it only works when you have like these drastically crazy games. Yeah. 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 Okay, I like that. I like so that bad, you doubled down. Bad, bad night for us. Plus minus hitters. Well, that, I'll take you know, the L. I'll right. take we'll the we'll L. take the L happily tonight. Uh, my good vibes tonight, though. Uh, I'm going to give it to Josh Giddy. Dude, I mean, Sweet. a, a triple yeah. double in 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he played 23, but in 21 minutes he got a triple double. You said a, a stat earlier uh, that Russell Westbrook only beat him by one minute. Yeah, the fastest triple double ever, ever. And uh, so that. It was a great night from Giddy. I, I thought that I mean, most of his passes tonight, especially Crisp. in that first half, were just absolutely on point. Uh, I say in that first half, he only played the first half. So you know, like <laughs> in, that, in the time that frame that Giddy played, uh, those passes were absolutely crisp. And then mentioned earlier, I mean, uh, after that first bucket he had to get Scoot, we were sitting in the arena, and I was like, that's going to be there all night. Yeah. He's just he's too short. We saw that early on in the season, too, whenever Giddy would have some success offensively, you know, scoring the basketball. It's because, oh, we'll hide, you know, a smaller guard on him because mm-hmm. Giddy's not a threat to shoot outside. And Giddy's like, okay, I'll just take him down to the post. Like, yeah, I'll, right. take, like, I'll yeah. take him down low. Like, it's okay. And I'm usually, like, five inches taller than these guys that are that are guarding me. So, mm-hmm. I, I, again, Josh Giddy, he had kind of, you know, trended down a little bit. Yeah, uh, on the road, and then hey, right back up at home. So hey, it, it's fine. Just keep this trending upward. But 
I mean, realistically, like everyone deserves good vibes tonight. <laughs> Seriously, Honestly, yeah, uh, for the Oakland City Thunder. So that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's awesome. It's a great win for the Thunder. Uh, before we get out of here, we mentioned the upcoming schedule. Uh, on Saturday, you got the Orlando Magic coming. Yeah, um, Chet just got asked about Paolo because mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there was going to be a lot of unnecessary comparisons made here and there, whatnot. Yeah. Chet was supposed to be a rookie two years ago, whatever. Um, Chet completely 180 that question and turned it into someone I totally forgot that also plays on Orlando, former teammate of his at Gonzaga, Jalen Sucks. So it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see the, awesome. those guys uh, reunite because I think that'll be the first. I mean, obviously yeah. on the court. But the uh, the next five for Oklahoma City are tough. Orlando is no slouch. I mean, they're, they're no. very good. 21 and 16 on the year uh, is Orlando. I mean, Franz Wagner, which again, who knows if he's going to be able to play, but yeah. uh, still Paolo. I mean, he was last year's rookie of the year. He's absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. The, then you got four games on the road. Yeah. Four straight. Both the LA teams, and that's going to be back to back. You got the Lakers first, then the Clippers. Then on the 18th, you go to Utah, who again, his, they've run into a couple here Been lately. on a heater yeah. a little bit. And then uh, a battle at the top on the 20th next Saturday at Minnesota against the Timberwolves, a place where it's it's tough to win. It's a very, target. That's very, that very very target center, man. Yeah. I don't know if it's the cold temps or just, I don't know. It's a it's a tough place, but, yeah, it's a, it's a tough stretch. So let's say next five games, what would be a win? Would three and two be a win? I think three and two would be one. Okay, uh, I'm probably leaving. The same boat. Leaving the two up for like four and one would be awesome. Like I feel like they're better than the Lakers. You know, if Orlando has people out, they're better than Orlando. I think they're better than Orlando anyway. Jazz, Orlando, Lakers. When they have people out, uh, yeah, I think those should be your wins. And then yeah, kind of toss ups, especially if Kawhi taking plays. into account on the road yeah. and everything. So yeah, if Kawhi plays, uh, then hey, sneaky. Because I don't know when our next post game is going to be. So sneaky. The week after that, yeah, you get Portland Barbecue at home chicken. again. Okay, Portland at home again, who they just beat by sixty-two. Yeah, to San Antonio. Nice, terrible. To New Orleans. Okay, a little payback after right. the the extended lead that they had in yep. that first half, and then blew it. And then to Detroit. Love so it. love that you can rack up. About four in a row, right there. What, what we don't want to happen is a situation that happened in December where they beat all the teams that were quote unquote toss ups and then they lose to, mm-hmm. you know, the Brooklyns of the world. Yeah, and, can't have that. So we don't want a situation where the Thunder beat, you know, the Magic and then the Clippers and the Lakers. Like they sweep, you know, LA and then you go out and lose to Utah and yeah. then beat Minnesota and then you're riding on a high and then you somehow come out with a losing stretch in that next week of games. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us on the Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show. Now brought to you by U.S. Cellular. They got locations all throughout Oklahoma City. Uh, at U.S. Cellular, we value human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. So shout out to them. And also shout out to Flint Restaurant underneath the Cold Court Hotel for having us out for every single home game just northwest of the Paycom Center. Come on out, see Kyle at the bar. He's going to take fantastic care of you. Shout out to Aubin Fippen, who is producing for us tonight, keeping us on air, and uh, joining me as the only person to ever mess up 
the only rule of vibe check. So appreciate hey, Aubin for that. Aubin, at least you're not like the Trailblazers tonight, who became the first franchise ever to lose multiple games by 60 plus. Hey, as, as long as at I'm least. not the first one. Exactly, exactly. Uh, But Drake, shout out to you. Let's do this again at some point. But Thunder win, 139-77, to the largest win in Thunder history. 